0: Yeah, power is a very, very important subject in the state of Adelaide, isn't it? Uh, that's for sure, uh, given that we're about to head into what's likely to be a very long and hot summer. So from today, the government's home battery scheme is actually up and running. They've uh, they've hit the switch and it's a way to explain how it's going to work. It's a very good afternoon to the Minister for Energy and Mining, uh, Dan Van Holst-Pelican. How are you? Great, Alan. Thank you for having me. A big launch this morning of this scheme.
1: Yeah, a, a fantastic announcement, actually, something we've been working on for a long time. As as your listeners might know, over a year ago from mm. opposition, we announced that we would do this if elected, and so we're delivering on that commitment. Um, but more importantly, we're, we're determined uh, to give cheaper... Uh, more reliable electricity for the people of South Australia, and this is one of the key ways that we'll do that.
0: OK, so it revolves around, as I understand it, $100 million uh, of low-interest loans that will be available to uh, to uh,
1: South Australian residents to help them install batteries and solar systems. Well, it's actually, it's a little bit more than that. Uh, there's $200 million, 100 of which is state government money, which will go to a subsidy for the purchase of the batteries, and, and there's a sliding scale capped at 6000 Dollars, uh, slightly more generous for lower-income people, and that will probably uh, contribute to approximately a third of the price mm. of the battery. In addition to that, there's another $100 million, which has come to us uh, care of the Clean Energy Finance Corporation, and that money can be used for people to uh, l- borrow at a low interest rate the balance of the purchase price of the battery plus new solar panels for their house, if, if that's what, what's right for them.
0: Okay, let's break it down uh, to the basics. Uh, there's a bit of confusion out there about whether it's a loan or cash. What's the difference between the loan and the subsidy?
1: Okay, the, the subsidy, which is the cash, yep. uh, is towards a share of the purchase price of the battery. Now, some households might take that money, say thank you very much, and they've got their own to, to pay for the balance of the purchase price. They might even already have their own solar panels. Mm-hmm. But for those families that aren't in that situation, we've negotiated a low-interest loan for them so that they can borrow the money for the balance of the purchase price of the battery and new solar panels for their home if they don't already have them. Now, uh, of course, they need to qualify. They need to be credit worthy, mm. uh, and that'll be independently assessed. But for a family that um, can demonstrate that they can pay the loan back, this is a fantastic way uh, for them on their home to get new panels and a new battery without any money up front.
0: What is the criteria?
1: Is this uh, related to to income? Uh, well, look, there's two parts to it. Yep. The, the the subsidy part is related to the the quality of the installer and the battery. And, and uh, unashamedly, we require only the very best batteries and only the very best installers to be involved to to qualify to to um, to receive the subsidy. The loan for the balance of the, of the battery purchase plus the panels, uh, that is very much about the household's uh, credit rating. Uh, they can apply. And in fact, we've tried to make this as easy as possible. People can go online, um, show that they qualify for the subsidy, but mm-hmm. they can also get a conditional approval for the loan. They can provide all of their personal details in the same way that you would if you went to a bank, provide those things online, online uh, and then they will be told. Told, Look, I'm sorry, you don't quite meet the criteria. Or I'm sure, more often, uh, we'll be told, "Yes, you actually do qualify for this loan," subject, of course, to coming back later and, and proving the information mm. that mm. that they've provided. Uh, and so they'll they'll get a, a, an approval of the loan. They'll need to show that yes, the equity in their home and you know their credit card balance and whatever else they might be asked for that that information is accurate. And 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 that being the case then they've got both. Is there is it is means tested? Uh, what we're doing is providing the subsidy to be more generous to lower-income people. We think that's important. We think that's fair. So uh, we're, we're offering $500 per kilowatt-hour capacity of the battery that they'd like to purchase for households, $600 per per kilowatt hour of the capacity of the battery for lower income homes and the way we're distinguishing is those households that already have an energy concession uh, Mm. they will receive the higher subsidy rate uh, compared to to the rest of the households but you know Either way, it's very generous. It's a bit more generous for lower-income households, and I think that's fine.
0: And uh, what's the, the interest rate? Is it a fixed interest rate, or how do, how no, do we it,
1: it's, Well, interest rates move around, and yes. this is a program that runs for four years, so it's not possible for me to give you a particular number, uh, but it will be a little bit below market rate.
0: Okay, so you've been able to do that deal?
1: Yes, with, with mm. the support of a clean energy mm. finance corporation. Mm.
0: Um, do I need to already have... You, you mentioned I can get the extra funding to put solar on the roof. So even if I don't have solar already... I'm still uh, able to to get get this deal.
1: Absolutely. You can certainly participate and you've hit on something that's very important. There are a lot of people out there who have solar panels on their roofs already. Some of them, particularly the people who who got in very early, have very generous feed-in tariffs. So it's important for people to understand that if they take up this offer, Mm -hmm. they will lose that very generous feed-in tariff and revert back to the market rate. Mm -hmm. Now if somebody has such an attractive feed-in tariff that they say, look really, I don't want to lose it. I'll stay as i am thanks no problem at all terrific let them stay as they are and we'll let somebody else access this a person who has a lower feed-in tariff will need to do the sums and mm. say so if i go from what i'm on down to the market rate uh, but i get the subsidy but i but I, I you know and i'll get the battery they have to make a decision uh, and if it's if it stacks up for them terrific for people who don't have panels at all they can get the subsidy towards the battery they can get the loan for the balance of the battery and they can get a loan to get solar panels on their roof yeah, okay. uh, that that's you know really important could i also just say please it, it is critical alan that people uh get good advice and make uh-huh. a decision themselves about what's actually right for their household number one is is it right uh, to enter into a loan if that's what they're thinking mm-hmm. to do. Only they can decide that. But also, what size panels? What size battery? How does it fit with their consumption and their electricity bills? People do need to still make some very serious decisions. They're not too difficult to make, but important that they do make those decisions uh, before moving forward.
0: Certainly have to sit down and do the sums. Uh, for, for example, by, by adding to the size of the, the, the solar array you've already got, As you say, you'll lose your current rate. Uh, You've got to do the sums, whether that's going to be worthwhile long term.
1: Well, even if you don't change the panels, but you just get the battery, uh, you will, will, will move from whatever you're on now to the market rate. Now, some people might already be on the market rate, so there's no penalty. Some people might be on some extremely generous older rates, mm. they will probably say, look, no thanks, I'm better off to stay. So changing anything. Changing anything. It's not and just and the solar panels. That, that's okay, that's about, something we've learned today. Yeah, yeah. and that's actually mm. not about this program. That's how solar panels work in general. Whatever deal people signed up to when they got their panels, if they change anything, and that's always been the case, then they lose Uh, that, that generous rate that Mm. they signed up Mm. to a while ago. Now, what are the, what are the, uh, the batteries worth? uh, If I go, depending on the size, obviously, how many sizes? Well, um, different companies offer different size batteries, um, and, and look, broadly speaking if, if somebody went for a five kilowatt hour capacity battery they would get a two and a half thousand dollar subsidy or three thousand dollars if they were lower income if they mm-hmm. went up to to a 10 kilowatt hour capacity battery um you know they would be looking at five or six thousand dollar subsidy different companies um
0: but that's not going to cover the, the entire cost is it? no it won't no. it'll be so what you know, am I talking broadly
1: about? broadly a third of the cost of mm-hmm. the battery uh, maybe a little bit more in some so cases. we could be talking ten, eleven. $12,000. Potentially. Potentially. And people need to, to engage. They need to get a quote. They need to look at, uh, at the potential suppliers. Mm. But of course, another very important part of this program is as well as pushing down electricity prices um, and, and helping those people who, who get the equipment, what we're really trying to do as well as help those people, more importantly, we want to push electricity prices down for the, mm. for all other consumers. So by connecting peak solar generation early afternoon with peak storage early evening sorry, peak demand early evening by people being able to store that power that takes a significant number of people off the grid early evening, peak demand, which then helps lower the electricity prices for everyone else. Mm. But we still
0: need to, again, do those sums, don't we, to figure out how long it's going to take me to recoup recoup the cost.
1: Correct. And look, I'm optimistic that for for the, the, the strong majority of people, this will be a very, very attractive program, but... It is important that every household does their sums Mm. and determines what's right for them.
0: Mm. Now, you've done a special deal with the German battery manufacturer Sonnen, uh, who's setting up its uh, Australia base at the old Holden site, which is fantastic. Given the special priority deal, though, um, uh, you've also said, what, for the next nine weeks there's going to be some sort of yeah, arrangement?
1: We are very, very pleased to partner with Sonnen, a, a, a German company that, that makes a terrific product, product. This program is not just for Sonnen, uh, but we are giving a priority period to any company uh, that assembles or manufactures in South Australia, because as well as trying to push down electricity prices, get more reliable electricity, we want to be able to create some jobs as well. So Sonnen is a, is, is a partner, um, terrific to have on board, who is going to set up a new assembly and then manufacturing plant in Adelaide, in the northern suburbs, as you said. They will employ approximately 400 people in this venture, which is another great win for Adelaide and for South Australia. So we're very pleased to, to partner with Sonnen. Uh, If other organisations can show that they can assemble and they can manufacture in South Australia uh, within that nine-week period, Mm -hmm. they would be very welcome to partner with us also. But certainly today on launch day, it is only Sonnen. And then after that nine weeks, All companies who meet the quality standards uh, will will be able to
0: participate. Regardless of where they're manufacturing. Correct. Okay. But we
1: do unashamedly want to give, uh, you know, an advantage to local manufacture. Uh,
0: And uh, quite appropriately, uh, Mark uh, Sheldon from Sonnen is with us. Uh, Welcome, Mark. Thanks for having me. Congratulations. Uh, are you up and running yet at the old uh, Holden site at Elizabeth?
2: We're working on it right now. So the site obviously is uh, we've just taken over some of the facilities over there and we're currently in the process of putting everything together in the factory in our, in our office space out there. 400 jobs? Uh, over time, over time. Mm. And that's uh, taken into account both installers as well as suppliers. So it's not just at the Holden site itself.
0: Now, will you be manufacturing uh, for all of Australia, or are you just concentrating on the South Australian market at the moment?
2: Right now, South Australia is our focus, but the manufacturing facility here is for all of Australia and New Zealand and Asia-Pacific, so we're actually looking at export markets as well.
0: Right, okay, so it could be, become uh, quite, a, quite a, you know influential uh, organisation.
2: We're already exporting to New Zealand, so we definitely will continue, yes. So why Adelaide? Why did you choose Adelaide? Uh, there's a number of reasons for it. From from our perspective, it's a very welcoming uh, location for us. This is partially because of the, the help the government has given us in setting up locally and the support we've been getting as well. In terms of uh, the manufacturing capabilities out here so staff is relatively no actually not relatively absolutely well qualified and more qualified than in other locations and uh, there's a lot of suppliers here that uh, are very well qualified to work with us and help us mm. in actually providing the appropriate quality products. Minister if I
0: come back to you this deal with the Sonnen uh, for the next nine weeks uh, they get the priority should I be would I be better off playing devil's advocate here, would I be better off waiting until the market gets opened up a little bit more and might introduce some uh, um, uh, competition? I might actually get the, the batteries cheaper.
1: Yeah, well, look, any household can already shop around if they want to. I mean, they have that capacity. They can talk to other suppliers now. They just won't be able to participate uh, in in receiving the loan or the subsidy uh, to the end of the nine weeks. Now, I do think it's fair that if we've got an organisation uh, who who is going to establish a new uh, assembly and then manufacturing facility and employ South Australians, that they do get a leg up. I think that's a, that's a terrific and perfectly fair thing to do. We're we're not excluding anybody else from the program. Other than for but the you first, are for the first nine other weeks. than for mm. the first nine weeks but important to keep in mind this is a four-year program forty thousand homes over four years so so yes we do want to support uh, any organization and as I said others would would be uh, others would be welcome to oh, uh, to prove right. to us that they can manufacture and assemble locally as well and then they'd get exactly the same opportunity but you know it's four years so we support new venture, we support new employment, uh, but very shortly the program will be open to everybody.
0: So Mark, I'm assuming this this nine-week deal is actually what got you over the line to make uh, the deal it, here?
3: It
2: has helped, but it's yeah. more than that for us. The market here is rather unique globally, and the energy market itself, as you're well aware in terms of uh, the renewable penetration in the energy market itself, gives us unique capabilities here that uh, we're set to to work with quite well. So... It was a combination of the energy market, the manufacturing capability, and, yes, obviously, the help and support of the government to get us in with that nine weeks. We're talking about the uh, the home
0: battery scheme
2: up and running. The
0: switch got thrown today, so uh, you need to start crunching the numbers If what we've just been talking about. If you've got any questions uh, for the minister or for... Uh, uh Uh, Mark uh, Sheldon from uh, Sonnen, the uh, battery manufacturer. Give us a call 8223
3: 0000 SA footy legend Graham Corns talks sport with Rowie and Bix. Mondays from 5 Thanks to Adelaide Tools Big job, small job, any job See Adelaide Tools and get it done Honesty, loyalty bravery, resourcefulness These are the Anzac values that build a nation Keep the Anzac stories alive this Remembrance Day with the Advertiser and Sunday Mail's official Anzac Spirit coin collection from the Royal Australian Mint. There's a new coin to collect each day with the paper until November 10. Coin and paper max $6. Strictly while stocks last.
4: Okay, entertain this thought. Having a master bedroom suite the size of your first apartment. That's what you call the sanctuary. The sanctuary at the Selector Homes and Building Solutions Display Village is inspiring. Filled with space, stunning detail, innovation, an incredible Jarrah facade and more space. Select the home you've always dreamed of at the Selector Homes and Building Solutions Display Village. Port Wakefield Road, Burton. Selectorhomes.com.au Join Phil Hoffman Travel
2: and experience the Viking difference while exploring the beauty of winter in Norway, chasing the northern lights. Departing 3rd of February 2020, this unique and luxurious Viking Ocean Cruise is personally hosted by Phil Hoffman. Book now and save $1,000 per person. Hurry, offer ends October 30. Cruise from $7,695 per person twin share in a deluxe veranda stateroom. Phil Hoffman Travel. Visit
1: pht.com.au. G'day, Larko here. Operate a workshop or have your vehicle service at one and want to do something for environment without compromising cost or quality? Well, ask for Penrite's new EnviroBox. A clever modernisation of how lubricants can be shipped, stacked, stored, dispensed and disposed. Oil in a bladder inside a 100% recyclable cardboard box. Go to penriteoil.com.au to see how EnviroBox can benefit your business and your customer. Penrite, for a better class of mechanic.
3: In Adelaide and across South Australia, this is Alan Hickey. Scraped your caravan? Walker Crash Caravan Repairs. Easy insurance repairs, fast.
0: Twelve minutes away from two o'clock, we are talking about uh, the Government's home battery scheme, which got uh, switched on today. So effectively, you can get uh, a solar system and a battery. Um, courtesy of the the state government subsidy and loan system, which uh, kicked in today. We've got uh, the Minister for Energy and Mining with us, uh, Dan Van Hoss-Pelicam, with us, and also Mark Sheldon, who's uh, with the German battery manufacturer Sonnen, which has got a deal going about this for the next uh, few weeks. A few calls on the line. uh, Raymond from Myrtle Bank is first up. Hi,
3: Raymond.
4: Uh, Good afternoon, gentlemen. Uh, I've got a few questions. Uh, I wonder if you could tell me, firstly, uh, what is the battery type being manufactured? Is it a lead acid?
0: that would be one for you, Mark.
2: Uh, it's a lithium-ion battery. In fact, it's a, a LiFePo, which is a lithium-iron itself, so uh, it's what you would classically be familiar with from your phones in a slightly different chemistry.
4: Um, right, and what voltages um, do you work
2: on? Uh, the voltages themselves? This is a standard AC-coupled system, um, so as such, you'd just be connecting it to your standard uh, home electricity network.
4: Is there any maintenance required on these batteries?
2: Uh, nothing particularly onerous. I mean, uh, uh, we actually we actually monitor the systems on a very regular basis, and there is uh, really no maintenance required per se.
4: Then you say you monitor them. How do you do that? Through the internet. Oh, I see. So, so it's connected to the internet to see how the batteries are doing. That's correct. Because. Um, you're actually going to have 40,000 mini power stations in the place. And in the past, all power stations require maintenance. That means that you've got a huge number of people doing maintenance on a regular basis.
2: I think it's a slightly different technology we're looking at here, so there's significantly less moving parts, so the maintenance requirements are significantly different to your classical power station.
0: Thanks, Raymond. Uh, Raymond does bring
2: up an interesting point.
0: What's the warranty uh, on the, the batteries? Because, I've again, coming back to the sums, I've got to figure out how much is this is going to cost me, over what time period. Is the thing going to blow up 12 months uh, after the warranty expires and I'm still in debt?
2: No, it's not. So the systems are warranted for 10 years or 10,000 cycles, and uh, in the environment that we're looking at here, that would equate to more than two cycles per day, which is uh, more than sufficient to cover both your needs and that of uh, the need potentially of the state government for a VPP. But uh, if it's only covered for 10
0: years, I'm likely to be still paying it back after 13, 14 years if I go for the full deal, aren't I?
2: I would think that's very, very unlikely. Our current calculation shows that your payback periods are going to be anywhere between four and six years, depending on how you run it.
0: OK. All right. Uh, Louis uh, is at Ascot Park. Hi, Louis.
4: Hi. Um, I'd like to know, um, on the housing trust term and the pension, um, who would put that in and how would I get approval? I'm in a group of units, and um, how many batteries would there be if... Uh, If I had one, would the other teams have to have one and who would take
0: it all. Really good question Louis, really good question. Minister uh, we were talking about this a moment ago too how does this actually fit in with the scheme that the former government announced as far as Housing Trust is concerned which is exactly what Louis is talking about.
1: Yes you're right Alan and thank you Louis for raising that uh, there are actually two programs running simultaneously uh, the previous government set up a, a virtual power plant program which initially was targeted specifically for Housing Trust Homes and Housing Trust Tenants Uh, and we uh, developed this scheme that we've been talking about. Um, After the election, uh, although both Liberal and Labor took a scheme each to the election, uh, we decided to run with both of them. So the scheme that we're talking about today is separate, but for you, Louis, there is another one which you could apply for, uh, which is specifically set up in the initial period for housing trust tenants. Uh, We're in Phase 2 of... Moment, uh, Putting another 1,000 housing trust uh, properties uh, set up with batteries and solar. Uh, and in fact, we, we hope phase three to move on to 25,000 housing trust properties in total. So there is a scheme specifically which you could apply for, Louis, if you'd like to, uh, and you or any other housing trust tenants. Does that clear it up,
4: Louis? Well, I'm not really sure how to park because um, I don't have the internet and I wouldn't even know how to bring or what number
1: to call or whatever. Well, Louis, if uh, if you'd like to leave your details with the producer here off air, um, I'll make sure that you receive the information that you need so that you can put an application in. Now, keep in mind, we have 37,000 housing trust properties in the state. This phase two, which runs up until the end of this financial year, is to do 1,000 of them, um, but after that phase three, we intend it to be for 25,000. So so it's a pretty tight application process at the moment, um, but we hope it, we intend it to, to get much, much broader. But I'll make sure that you get the information you need about the scheme, Louis.
0: Thanks, Louis. Uh, I'll put you back to Josh and he can get your details. Uh, let's also check in with Kane Thornton, who's the Chief Executive of the Clean Industry Council. That's the peaks, peak body for uh, the clean in- energy in Australia. And Kane, we've been talking. Hi, Kane, firstly.
3: Good to be with you.
0: Thanks for joining us, mate. Uh, We've been talking, uh, you probably heard earlier, about the fact that uh, the questions over maintenance of these batteries, but also this is a lot of systems to be installed, um, and that's where you guys come in, isn't it?
3: Yeah, that's right. I mean, this is obviously a really exciting uh, program and gives a great opportunity to uh, people in South Australia. Uh, but, but it is it is important that the systems uh, get installed properly. Uh, ultimately, that they're installed by people who know what they're doing, who have done the necessary training, who understand uh, the systems that they're installing, so that ultimately they're installed in a way that's um, that's safe and and effective, and that they do uh, what people expect them to do and what we. Know that batteries can do for for householders and the electricity grid.
0: Um, does it does it does it uh, strike you as being rather bizarre that given uh, Austra- uh, South Australia became the laughing stock of all of Australia after our uh, dreadful power outage as a result of the wind, uh, you know, the, the tornado that hit the 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 uh, the uh, the wind uh, or the power lines that came down a couple of years ago, that we're now actually heading so far into uh, alternative power in, in solar.
3: Oh, look, I think it makes perfect uh, it makes perfect sense and that 's because the cost of things like solar power have come down uh, dramatically over the past years such that it 's now really the the lowest cost way to uh, to provide electricity and when you then couple that solar power with battery technology like we 've been talking about today and like this this program is designed to encourage then you 've really got a very reliable way to provide electricity uh, and actually you've got a, a very low-cost way to provide electricity uh, that's a whole lot better than, than what we've had in uh, years and decades gone by.
0: Do you
1: see the irony there, Minister? Well, <laughs> look, um, I, I guess I, I could never accept the words that we were the laughing stock uh, in South <laughs> Australia, but there were a lot of states wishing or uh, pleased, I suppose, that they didn't have our challenges. And, and look, let me try and be as, as fair and objective about this as possible. While the previous state government did bring uh, massive increases in prices and, and, and you unacceptable amount of blackouts. To their credit, they did show how good South Australia can be at generating electricity, Mm. wind and sun primarily. We are very, very good at generating electricity but what they didn't do and what the Marshall Liberal Government is determined to do is to show how renewable energy can be harnessed for the benefit of consumers, how it can be stored, so it's generated when the, the wind and the sun are there but it can be stored, harnessed and managed so that it's then available in an affordable, reliable way for consumers and this program is one of the ways in which we're doing that.
0: When this uh, scheme is up and running, put your put your glasses on into the future, three years, what are we going to be pay for, paying for electricity?
1: Uh, well, look, my intention is that it will be cheaper and more reliable and cleaner. Now, I should also say gas will be with us in South Australia for for a long time to come, and and so it should be. But the nature of gas won't be just gas generators that just turn on and run for weeks or months at a time until they need maintenance. There'll be short bursts, quick start, quick pull out of the market uh, to support the renewable energy rather than finding a place for renewable energy yeah. with gas and coal. We'll be using gas very importantly to support renewable energy. But we're approaching this with regard to uh, small scale household storage which we've been discussing and also grid scale storage. You know genuinely big 100 plus megawatt storage so that it's not only each customer trying to look after themselves. We want the grid to be enabled to store renewable energy as well. When We've got both of those things working, um, then we will have more affordable, more reliable electricity in South Australia, and that's what people deserve.
0: And we have talked uh, in the past on this program about a number of uh, projects that are going on yeah. around the state that uh, going under the radar a little bit, but uh, you know, the the, the long term does look good.
1: Look, look, it really does, Alan. And you know, instead of people just putting up massive wind farms, massive solar farms, the proposals that are coming to us now uh, almost always have. Large-scale storage attached to them, so they've got the message. You know, Premier Marshall said for years that wind and sun were fine, but we don't need any more of it unless we can store it, and that's what we're determined to do, uh, in partnership with with Solana and others at the household level, uh, but also with with you know large partners at the grid scale level so that it becomes reliable it's supported by gas it's affordable and it's reliable
0: Mark that brings us to one final question from you, how long uh, will the battery that I get you to install on the side of my house, how long would it last when I turn it on in the, in the evening, when I start using it?
2: It depends on your usage, obviously. So if you, if you go out and turn every single consumer on in the house, that depends, again, on the size of the battery. But uh, if you run it properly, it should give you enough to pretty much run it all night.
0: Okay, not just a couple of hours, but a uh, couple could, of could hours is definitely possible. Again,
2: yeah. it depends if you yeah. turn your air conditioning on and leave mm-hmm. it running for the rest of the night, that might actually be a problem. Mm-hmm. But uh, if you run it properly, and if you use it properly, it could last you all night.
0: It comes back to the old, uh, the, the, the other part of this conversation, isn't it? You know, the, the, the housing designs and so forth that we've got these days. You know, every new house being built around doesn't have an eave anymore. You know, we, we don't, we're lo- looking at the i mean we are off track a little bit here but it's a it's a total package we need to be looking at isn't it
1: yeah look a- again you're right alan we 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 have ever improving building standards in that in that regard but of course a lot of people have a house that might be you know 10 or 100 years old mm. Um, So that is a very important aspect of it. And another tranche of our energy policy is about giving consumers uh, demand management tools, so voluntary demand management tools, so that they either at the individual consumer or at consumer um, aggregation have the opportunity to benefit themselves financially by uh, adjusting, shifting their demand, and then, of course, all other consumers benefit too. Broadly speaking, we need to take some of the demand off the top of peak uh, d- demand mm-hmm. and put it into the low trough at other times. There are a lot of consumers who are able to do that who will benefit financially, uh, and that's another part of our plan.
0: All right, gentlemen, thank you very much uh, for your time. Uh, an interesting insight into the scheme. It's the, the home battery scheme. Now, the home battery scheme... Uh, is the website to go to Home Battery Scheme, all one word. dot sa. dot and the phone number. If uh, you can't get to the internet, it is eight four six three three triple five. That's eight four six three three triple five. Or Home Battery Scheme. dot sa. dot gov. dot au. Minister for Energy and uh, Mining. A very exciting time. Terrific, uh, Thank fantastic. You. Thanks and for it's your great time. Great to be with Mark Dan Van Holst uh, Pelican. and also uh, we have uh, we had uh, Kane Thornton. CEO of Clean Energy Council, on the phone, and Mark Sheldon from uh, Sonnen. All the best. Thank Thank you. you, Stay with us after the break. uh, Dr Derek McNair will be here to...